Hey guys, can we have a serious conversation before we start the show? Of course, Johann Sebastian Nate. We always have time to chat with the guy who invented watching good TV shows. Yeah, Johann Sebastian Nate, speaking with you is sweeter than chocolate chip chowder. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, but the school charter clearly states that I need to go to podcast detention for the rest of the semester. Hush, little Nady. Don't say a word. You are a glass of cool lemonade on a warm summer day. We would never send you to detention, no matter what rule you broke. Yeah, you cool glass of lemonade that's been watered down to the perfect ratio. We would (laughs) rather burn down the entire school district than see you spend a second in detention. I know, but I embarrassed the entire faculty last week with how wrong the intro was. They said the school will lose funding and they'll knock down the school and turn the land into a farm if I don't fix every mistake this week. So go ahead and open your new scripts and let's pray I finally got these right. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate and I'm a high stakes money gambler. I'm banned from every casino for being too good at blackjack and too good at eating free shrimp cocktails. Now I do all my gambling with illegal bookies. You got to the Sorry guys, I gotta take this. Bobby Lasagna, is that you? <laughs> Let me down for 200 grand on the football game. <laughs> I don't care what team, just get the money to your brother. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you have my complete attention now. Oh, shucks, I gotta take this too. One second, guys. Johnny Hot Dogs! I'm glad you called. Put in a million bucks on the Hedgehog hedgehog Derby. Well, who has the cutest name? Okay, put a million down on Spiky Pokenstein. <laughs> Forgive me, guys, I swear I'm ready to start the show now. You got Gosh darn it, it's another important gambling phone call. I gotta take this one, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Ricky Roast Beef, how the hell are ya? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I'm a mushroom expert. My dad gave me a book about mushrooms, and I also took a book about mushrooms out from the library, and I never gave it back. I thought you were going to say you were a real fun guy. I don't understand that joke, and I don't want you to explain. As I was saying, I'm an expert now. I know which mushrooms are poison and which ones are drugs. <laughs> and which ones release a spore that gets you gets into your brain and makes you go insane. Damn, they got those in Nova Scotia? Yes, Kate. There's a lot of crazy shit in Nova Scotia, and I'm brave for living here. As I was saying, I like to go into the woods, and if I see a stranger getting too close to a bad mushroom, I yell at them. Sometimes they say, we weren't going to eat a random mushroom. Nobody does that. Or, I didn't even see the mushroom. I was just walking down this path for exercise. But deep down in my heart, I know I saved their lives. And it would be polite of them to give me cash reward. Okay, and I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we do a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club. Uh, and our name is very deliberate. 
because before movie club comes friends and that means i gotta ask you guys how you doing friends how we doing how we doing it's thanksgiving today when we're recording today is canadian thanksgiving this is one of the 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 few differences between canada and america is we don't give thanks on the same day (sighs) you guys do it earlier because you're nicer people your guys is too close to christmas so how did you celebrate, Nate? Uh, I celebrated by going to work and then coming home and watching the film that we watched this week. What about you, Brent? Um, big, big transition this year is um, we're usually at eat the turkey dinner on Sunday, people. But today we had the turkey dinner on Monday because there was we did a wrestling show on Saturday night. Um, Ooh. So we figured move it to Monday. And I think we're, I want to stick with Monday. I want to be a Monday. It makes it a little more special. Yes. Canadian Thanksgiving isn't that like big of a deal, really. We don't have football on TV all day. There's no Snoopy parade. So I like the Monday thing. I ate turkey. I ate carrot cake. What did you make? And I had to, squ- I didn't make a thing. I just showed up. Well, then the food wasn't as good as it could have been. No, my brother-in-law makes a delicious turkey dinner, and I had turkey and potatoes and stuffing and corn. I had a roll. So if you fall asleep halfway through this episode, I won't even be mad at you. No, I had turkey guts earlier, and um, it's just, you know, when you eat turkey dinner, you're just like, I want to die because I ate too much. No, I don't eat that meal that way. I do. Because I've been around the block. I do, yeah. I go, uh, I never learned my lesson, and I probably never will. You go hard. You have to. It's you rude not to. to. You don't. No, no, you do. No, no. What do you? What do you mean? What do you do then? Uh, you eat a normal amount. She's talking about self control. Yeah, you have a little bit of everything, and then you get a little extra of what you especially like, and then in about an hour you had dessert, and that's it for the day. I'm really not a mashed potato person. Oh, man, you got to have it. I know. Do you have potato at all? Are they doing potato a different way? No, no. I just, in general, my whole life, I've never liked mashed potatoes. You're a roast tater guy. It's, yeah. The texture's all off. It's like... I was going to say, I said, I was thinking in my head, Brent's a texture guy. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's white and it's got a bad texture and I don't like it. I just don't like it. And I I get, I'm mad. No, I'm actually happy I don't like them. I love a mushy. I love a mushy tater with gravy, making it even mushier. I'm, I'm. Uh, give me the baby food turkey dinner. Let's go. Oh, I give me any kind of tater anyway, and I love a smooth. You guys ever had real smooth mashed potatoes? Hell yeah. Yeah, we're forty and <laughs> early thirty. Well, I don't know. You guys have Thanksgiving on a different day. We I don't. What do you think day. we do? All, oh, we have it. Oh, so, oh, yeah. We haven't caught up to like the lumpy part. Yeah. Lumps for us, please. <laughs> Extra lumpy. We got uh, potato smashers in Canada. We, But to be fair, we only got them in 2018. So stop acting like we know that <laughs> much about a bread. I use a ricer to make my mashed potatoes. So they're so smooth that. Smoothest taters in Nova Scotia City. Yeah. Oh, I just don't like them. And I mean, they're not bad. I just, I'm not a, a fan. You a stuffing guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. He's a stuffing boy. <laughs> I'm a stuffing boy. I like stuffing. Sure. I'm, I'm big. Like I load up on the turkey. So I put a lot of turkey on there. So I had a lot of turkey today. And I'm glad that's on Mondays now. And we had a wrestling show on Saturday. And that was good. There was a steel cage match and a ladder match. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, 
Oh, damn. Yeah. And, um, I, do you guys have paramedics on standby? How's that work? Um, no, we don't. <laughs> we, <laughs> I mean, Brent's there. He could, he could uh, yeah, take some blood if necessary. He could do something. He could catch the blood as it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought one guy broke his ankle, but he was fine. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. It was a good show. It was, it was fun. What you? What's what about you, Kate? What's what's new with you? Oh my god, the craziest thing that has happened to me in regards to the podcast and being on Twitter happened to me Saturday. Oh hell yeah! Uh oh, at your fancy banquet gala that you were at? Yes, that I worked at. So my sister Jamie, who Brent is. Brent knows well. No, I don't know her well. I just, I just, no, don't say that. I don't know her well. I just said, what's up, Jamie? Kate's sister. Okay. So she owns an event planning business. Oh, does she now? Yes. And so people hire her to put on extravagant events. And she asked Nick and I if we would work this specific event for her. So we did registration. And I'm sitting there and we're like in the zone and all of these like fancy people are registering and, and a gentleman walks up and he says, are you Lady Brosif? Mm. I had a name tag on that said my name. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I said, yes. I said, how do you know that? And he said, uh, because I listen to the podcast and I follow you on Twitter. And you would have shot me in the brain with a gun. <laughs> I was, I was so disoriented. You were the Mister Krabs meme. Travis Wilson, you are awesome, and thank you so much for listening and being so kind. As I fucking acted like a like I had had a stroke, and Nick was cracking up. He was like, <laughs> he was like, that just threw you through a loop. I was like, absolutely. So uh, Travis Wilson listens to the podcast, and I appreciate him so much. And um, he he is a lawyer, or his uh, date was a lawyer. Either way, killing it, bro. Travis will date the lawyer. Is that a boy? And he sat next to my sister's husband, Ted. They just happened to be seated at the same table. So I thought, well, maybe Ted said something to a friend of his, and that's how he heard of the podcast. Well, come to find out, Ted had never met the Ted and Travis Wilson had never met, and Travis was just someone who's in the community that listens, and it just warms my heart. And I just, but it threw me for a loop to know that anyone listens to this. Oh, but also, I bet Nick was extra special, nice to you the rest of the night because he knew all of a sudden he's with a celebrity. He's like, "Oh that's fuck, it, I better hold it down." About that immediately, yeah, <laughs> yeah, damn right. That's you should carry sunglasses with you at all times. As soon as Travi Will said that, I would have put the sunglasses no. on and say, "Nick, go get me Mama a drink." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that you you dox Travi Will, and mm. thank you for listening, Travis Wilson, and we appreciate you get that lawyer money. Or kiss that lawyer, whichever one's going yeah, on. Either, nice way. either way, killing it, but And if you are listening and you do happen to go to another event with uh, this crew, uh, say what's up to Jamie for me. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were going to say uh, ask him how he what he thinks about Brent. <laughs> no, I want if he listens to this, this will be the test. This is to see if you're full of shit, Travis Wilson. At Lady Brosif, <laughs> your opinions and thoughts about me after this episode. <laughs> I still have. I want to be recognized by somebody. I'm surprised you haven't. 
I mean, you're, you have a very distinctive voice, so it's going to happen to you eventually. Maybe. I got to get off this island. That's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's quarantine. Brit has a distinctive voice. Yeah. Well, maybe not in Canada, actually. Like, I, I think bet I there's a distinctive voice. It's probably a bunch of guys going around Nova Scotia to like the Canadian tire and asking guys there, like, you, Brit? You, Merman 5? <laughs> you, Brit? No. Absolutely. No. I... Brit, you're like well known. Like, you've been presented on all of the platforms as an example of weird Twitter. Some of our most famous writers have stolen from you, Brent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a me- I got a message from writing a message. I had an at reply about a guy said that uh, the Patrick Swayze tweet was on SportsCenter the other night. <laughs> That's Hell yeah. awesome. I always knew you'd make SportsCenter, bud. <laughs> yeah, you know like- what I love about that tweet, though, is that I had I texted you when you I, we were friends back then, and I texted you. I was like, I don't understand this. Yeah. I remember you had to explain it to me. Yeah, well, uh, Sports Center understands it. And actually, I told my dad that today, and he's like, What do you mean you're on Sports Center? You run. I'm like, No, no. A joke I wrote. He's like, Wrote where? I'm like, On Twitter. You know about this. He's like, What's Yeah, Twitter? but what do, you, what do you mean you wrote a joke about Patrick Swayze? He's dead. I'm like, No, it's not about he's dead. I said, Here, I said, Austin Hayes plays baseball for the Orioles. He's like, Yeah. And I said, well, the sports anchor said, I said, here, just look at the joke. And I gave, I gave him my phone and he looked at the joke. His exact reaction was, I watched him read it. He put the <laughs> phone down, slid it back to me and changed the subject. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And he just, he, he looked at me like, yeah. And then he, he asked my sister something and I was like, okay. End of story. Can I say something to our listeners? This is probably maybe the third or fourth weekend in a row that Kate has posted a picture of her in a very fancy <laughs> evening gown or dress. Yeah, she's like she's Van, yeah, she's, yeah. she's entering Vanna White territory at this point. Yeah, like I'm waiting for the long gloves next. It's I'm like no one gets no one gets around the town and at these fancy functions more. I'm like she's just like the Met Gala all the time. I was sitting there when I first saw the picture in the green dress and you and Nick, I was sitting with a pair of Adidas basketball shorts on and a black t-shirt with the picture of the Grinch on us. I'm like, oh, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) You were wearing wearing a shirt with the Grinch on it? Yeah, anything after September's Grinch season. (laughs) Sure. That's so, you're a trendsetter and you live, you're a jet setter, I meant to say. You just, you're like Taylor. A jet setter across Kansas City. You're like, it goes like, who's put more miles on across the continental United States this month? Taylor Swift, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. You edged out Beyonce because she stopped halfway through the month. Her tour ended, so you branched her out. Mm. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Oh, I have another thing to bring up about that. You guys, you posted a picture of you and Nick at a brewery, I assume. And Nick had just. Well, that's just down the. That's just yeah. That's not my point of the story. Is Nick was dressed appropriately. You looked like you were being told that you have to go on Survivor, and it's in Alaska (laughs) this year. You had the largest, like that scarf. I was told the. 
what Lenny Kravitz scarf picture? <laughs> Do, nothing compared to what you had on. No, that's I no I protest. Like the last week's episode with Dracula going with that long yeah, veil, that yeah. was your scarf going for the brewery. You guys, it was the first cold day. Like I've been in summer mode. My body needs at least a week to acclimate. It's already acclimated more. Also, do not make fun of me for not immediately having a puffy coat on. Both of you, since both of you don't wear coats, yeah, she's got us there. She's I just, it there. just, I just, the scarf was a lot. It was great. It okay. was a great scarf, and I like the Lenny Kravitz joke. I'm sorry, we can't all wear Grinch t-shirts. I, I could pull it off, Kate. I'm n- kidding. None of us have your taste, and that is also <laughs> That's on. Not true. No, no, it's true, and it was also uh, on display yet again this week in the movie you chose. Why don't you tell us what movie you picked? Oh my god, the transition was so smooth as silk. I'm glad uh, because I was going to say that I have <laughs> I, the three t-shirts, the last three t-shirts I wore were all over 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, what That's movie fine. did we watch this week, Kate? We watched The Exorcist. Ooh. Yeah, we did. We we just went for it, didn't we? Yeah, we we really went for it. Uh, for uh, this movie was as spooky and scary as movies get. It's famous for it. World renowned for being spooky and scary. And speaking of spooky and scary, who wants to tell us the plot of The Exorcist? What do you think? You got it, Brett? I can try. Let's see. I but here's my problem with it. I start out like out of the gate like really fast, and then I start I lose steam. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. Okay, I'll, I'll be a support team. I'll be like, you know, yeah. If, 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 if you see me, if you hear too. me struggling, just say something. Yeah. Like, keep back me back up, on let track. Him do it. I think that we. W- I believe in you, Brent. Me too, Brent. Okay. The movie The Exorcist is a 1973 horror movie that takes place in Georgetown, Washington. I assume. Sure. Uh, DC, baby. DC, baby. It follows uh, the, an actress. Um, I forget her first name, but her last name is McNeil. And her daughter, Reagan, who live in, uh, are just spending some time in DC while um, she films a movie. Everything is normal. Everything is, she seems like a, a nice young lady and a nice actress. And her daughter's very sweet. And she has a house with some staff that live with her. Um, she starts hearing noises, which she assumes are rats, and it turns out that eventually her daughter, Reagan, becomes, um, what's the word, possessed by a demon who, who says that they're the actual devil. Um, there's also some characters that's who's a priest who uh, has a, a dying mother, and this is where I lose steam. I'm losing it. Oh, you got this, because now, now's, now's where things start happening. So Reagan, Reagan uh, displays symptoms of becoming more of her behavior becomes erratic and she starts getting some physical and mental um, symptoms. And so people take her to the doctor and the doctors say it's just a nerve thing that seems to make the mother happy. But it gets worse and worse and worse and worse before the mother realizes this is not a nerve thing. This is basically she's possessed. And then she seeks the help of this priest who's also a psychologist and he's losing his faith and he doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life and his mother just passed away and so he goes and visits Reagan he decides that after some time that yeah this is a situation where they need an exorcism 
who he goes and gets help from another priest who is uh, known for performing these exorcisms, but is quite sick. And they perform an exorcism on Reagan, but at a cost of both of their lives. It turns out that they both die. Reagan becomes not possessed and they move away. And everyone lives happy ever after, except for the priests. Yeah. Except for all the people who died. Excellent job. You did it all. Well done. Thank you. See if I, this is how how I know you're better at it than me. Cause I would have started like in Northern Iraq, Max von Sydow. (laughs) The sun beat down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. That was good. I, you guys, this, this movie terrified me when I was a little girl and I only want, I remember watching it one time and I was so scared. I knew I, I never wanted to watch it again. Um, Until you picked it this week. No, I had seen it like a little bit. Like I would allow, I hadn't sat down and watched it ever prior to that. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't yeah. we talk about our favorite parts? Hell Yeah. like the part where she's possessed yeah and she is mean and says very i didn't realize how sexually explicit this film is and how many penises and bloody penises and masturbate like there's a lot of sexual violence and weirdness in this film a lot the it starts off where Nate was talking about like the northern Iraq where the the priest was uh, experiencing his exorcisms doing some kind of dig in northern Iraq at a, a dig site. There were so many OSHA violations there. Oh. Holy shit! <laughs> there wasn't a hard hat to be seen. There was yeah, the whole rickety priest climbing across this cavern with the two by four as a bridge. Sandals, kids running in and out of holes. People, just so many OSHA violations. They um they. To be able to film in Iraq, they had the government made them hire local people to be in the film and to also teach people how to uh, make film, I guess. So those are all like people that actually live and work there, which I thought was an interesting fact. I think that was smart. You see the, the part where the priest that just before switched to Georgetown, he was standing, staring at the statue, which I nicknamed Snake Dick. Snake Dick, yeah. Oh, my God. And then it was like, oh, I'm like, that's showing good versus evil right there. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. That's a movie maker's trick. No doubt about it. They're- Do you think anybody has a tattoo with Snake Dick? Pazuzu? Sure. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. He has a name? name. Oh, he has a name, yeah. Brent. He's the devil. He has a name, and uh, I knew you'd like it. It's Pazuzu. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so there's definitely Pazuzu snake dick tattoos oh, out there. A hundred percent. Do you guys know who Pazuzu is though? That he was actually there was a guy who killed people and buried him in his backyard and he called himself Pazuzu. It's like a real dude in America. Oh, I forget where way it is. Way to ruin it. If you called yourself Pazuzu because you like to garden, no would be like that's a stupid fucking name. But you if to order to be called Pazuzu, you have to be a killer. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like, I wouldn't call <laughs> yeah. a non-killer that. Like Pazuzu the chef. Like, I don't want to eat at that guy's place. <laughs> Pazuzu's the chef. Oh, yeah, no. like, but like Pazuzu the killer. Like, yeah, that's fine. That's that's the only way you can have that name. See, I, 
I feel like he's buds. He's buddy with Azazel or whatever your buddy. Azazel, is. yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, they all probably hang out, know each other Brent, for sure. What if that is a demon? What about him? What, what if Azazel is an actual demon and you are spreading him around? Mm. Yeah. What about that, Brent? Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> what I want to have as many people on my side as possible. Okay. Why not have the dark arts involved? Let's, get, <gasps> let's have some people on our side oh, in case no. this shit goes down. No, you don't want to. Well, I, I don't me. want to be a part of. I'm the still bed. putting him in your picture, so <laughs> you in a very fancy dress, being held up by Nick yeah. and a man with no skin. Yeah. It's gonna make things awkward if you're on record as not liking him. Yeah, so just deal with it. With that. Yet again, I will thrive while men abuse and assault it's not abuse or assault he's a friend (laughs) and he's holding you up in life you need to have good and evil coming together i think it's a good thing no one of my favorite scenes are was in this movie where she told carl that there's rats upstairs in the attic and uh yeah get traps and um he uh he said it's so clean up there and she said, yeah, well, then we have clean rats. She got his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, maybe it's plumbing. And she said, yeah, maybe it's rats. And I was like, yeah, this, this, <laughs> she got it. She, yeah, like, you're the help. You're her employee. Do what she's telling you to do. Just get the fucking traps. Don't question her. Get the traps. She's like a real live famous uh, fancy person because she has people working for her. You know what I mean? And then I think that's what makes it worse is that like, no matter how much money you have, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't get away from the devil. Can't buy a demon. Can't Mm -hmm. pay off a demon. Also, your child is playing with a fucking Ouija board. Like that's on you a little bit. Like, Uh, why are you allowing your kid to play with fucking Ouija board without supervision? Who was the captain? Howdy or something? That was that's the devil. That's how the devil entrapped her. Let's have a play little games. The minute my kids play with the Ouija board and says the captain howdy answers them, okay, we're putting this away for the day. Yeah, you say you're sleeping we're outside. I'm not going to do this much. anymore. Um, you roll an egg on your body and throw the egg outside. That's what a witch told me to do one time. What? <laughs> you can't casually say that. You said that like, oh. Yeah, she was, it was so fucking casual. That might play at your fancy cocktail <laughs> green dress parties but you can't just come on you're gonna, have to, break, you're gonna have to break that down a little more well i can picture her with like a flute of champagne and saturday night trying to impress travis wilson saying oh yes well the witch <laughs> once told me that if you do feel an evil presence in the room you just roll an egg down your body and oh, nothing to worry about nick dear please another flute and an egg if you don't mind yes an egg. and jamie's rubbing her forehead like oh for fuck's sakes oh no oh no Pretty good piano. Say it again. The piano, the piano in the in the movie is good. Oh, I thought you were talking about when they're sitting around the piano singing songs. Because I wrote down that we would have been singing friends if we were friends in the seventies. Oh, for sure. Getting all fucked up at a piano. Absolutely. Yeah, that would have been we are the three of us singing friends for sure. Question Absolutely. about that part though: If we are singing friends and we're doing that while having a good time. And someone's daughter comes down and pisses on the floor. Is that party over? Okay, I thought about this too. I because I thought, did they all instantaneously leave? And here's what I think: like, let's say this goes down, the host goes to take care of it. We probably like wait 
45 seconds until they get upstairs and then we play like a quieter song but we're still gonna play some songs and sing you know yeah i don't think that ends the party yeah, in my opinion no, that doesn't end the party no is that when but is that when they walk upstairs and then the bed starts shaking no no like that's the first bad thing to happen is the bed itself was moving yeah that was the like, first time when uh ellen burst and like sees what's up for real but yeah i'm glad okay okay part's not over I get it. Um, I really think that we should be letting priests uh, rip heaters and drink freely. What? Rip heaters Smoke. and drink? I th- yeah, rip heaters and yeah, drink. Yeah, I think they can. I don't think so. I've never seen a priest having a smoke in front of it. Just like. Well, maybe that's why people are fleeing from church. Mm-hmm. I think it would help. It would definitely get more people at church if I knew like priest was like blowing heaters, knocking back whiskey. <laughs> Change one of the the sacrifices up instead of like body of Christ. Like have a what you call it? finger of Christ. Light one yeah, up. It's, yeah, instead of offering like handshakes, just everyone go for a smoke. Um, what's up with all the penises in the middle of the bodies in all of these films? It's one way to scare a man. It's really it's a real good way to scare <gasps> a man. That's a good point. Because you go, that's I love where my thing is right now, and it's all working good. If it was anywhere else, this would be a nightmare. That's a good point. The scariest part of the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, the part where um, I was thinking with the doctor was she was saying maybe it she's possessed. And the doctor's like, no, I believe the simplest explanation is the, the correct one. I want a doctor that's the opposite. <laughs> I want a doctor... I wanted him to go or her to go straight to the most crazy explanation and then work her way back. Mm -hmm. That way, if it is just a common cold, everybody's happy. If I went with a common cold, I'm like, here's my symptoms, blah, 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 blah. And they say, well, you're obviously possessed and you're probably going to fucking die. (laughs) And this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy. But then as we keep going, I'm like, hey, I don't think it's possessed. He's like, let's bring it down a notch. Maybe you know somebody that's possessed, something like that. And then by the time we look better, because that doctor looks stupid as hell. He's like, "Oh, it's a nerve issue. It's or it's." He's even pointing to their temporal lobe. It's, what did it's you here. eat? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right here. No, she's fucking possessed by the devil. Get to that thing, then work your way back. You look smart as hell. Started devil. That's that's what I. That'll be my approach. No, I agree. Actually, you convinced me. I didn't know I agreed until this moment, but yeah, start See? with start I know, with I had exorcism. Never thought about that. See, it sounded crazy at first. Here's the thing, we, though. We talked about like, uh, do you guys believe that it's real? To get possessed by <laughs> the devil? Pazuzu? Yes. No, just the devil. Do you think that the devil exists and it can possess people? I don't think the actual devil possesses people. I think the 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 what's the thing? The lifestyle. No, not the thing. <laughs> Like you want to, like Charles Manson wasn't possessed by the devil. He just wanted, he liked, like you said, the lifestyle and the whole thing. So he's going to use that as like, I'm evil. Like how I think Santa Claus is real. Did I ever tell you that theory? Uh, no, but I sure would like to get it on re- audio recording. So yeah, Santa Claus is a hundred percent real. If you think about it, Okay. because obviously there's no fat white guy up in the North pole delivering presents, but the concept of Santa Claus is real because it's the one time of year where everyone does the exact same thing. They get presents and they hundred percent and they try to have the spirit spirit of Christmas. So that's, that's real. You're talking about like a Santonian zombification. 
where everybody at the same time gets bit by the Santa zombie and turns into Santa for one night and fulfills his bidding for them. It's not even one that night. It's it's a thing. A movie idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cutting this out of the podcast and we're all going to start we're going to have a meeting later for a script. <laughs> we're going to write this thing together. Um I think we can all universally agree that kids cursing is funny as hell. Oh, I wrote down sure. she got her got his ass several times oh <laughs> she was she was better than any stand-up comic that uses curses than ever existed oh yeah <laughs> give her a mic and let her walk back and forth in that room just doing crowd work just I'm doing sure crowd work been on some parodies <laughs> if it hasn't someone has really missed the opportunity here yeah. she reagan could have just had the microphone and it just picked apart every single person me personally. It would have been a way better exorcist person for the devil to jump into. Brett. Oh, Brent. Have a real, lot of he would have been out of that room in three minutes, just weeping, <laughs> being like, get someone else. If I was trying to do the exorcism, I would have fought no, her. if you were Reagan. I would have beat the shit out of that little girl. <laughs> well, the priest does for a moment at the end. He just gets How could you not? How could you not? <laughs> the stuff she was saying. Yeah. I would go for her throat and all the pressure points. Your mother sucks, cocks and hell. Like, imagine. I'm like, first of all, I'd be like, well, who's first of all? Because I want to know a little bit more about hell. Like, what's going on? Is this a thing that oh happens down God. there? Mm-hmm. Well, whose cocks is she sucking? <laughs> yeah, he's, if you were oh such a God. big expert, Pazuzu, who, who is she sucking down there? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> picture, the, picture, picture yelling at a little 12-year-old girl <laughs> in the bed. Well, whose cocks is she sucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, and then there's, like, times oh. when she doesn't have a quick comeback, and then she just pukes right in someone's face. It's just like, you got to hand it to so her. Gross. You got to it's it's the perfect bit you just say whatever you want to somebody say your their mother sucks cocks in hell she's gross your mother's a pig your father's fucking got a limp fuck you (laughs) and then they're like well they ask her a question and she doesn't know the answer just throw up on them them. love it green thick shit too the good stuff uh the most there's a lot of disturbing parts of this movie many disturbing parts in this movie but the most disturbing part was when they put the needle in her neck and the blood shoots out of the needle. That was oh, fucking, I, yeah. that was, that's too much. We've gone too far. Oh, and they did a spinal tap to her. I read an article and it was talking about how that was one of, like a lot of people think that's one of the scariest scenes because it's so, it makes it real. Like it's, and it's like something that happens anyway. And that they, it's very lifelike. Like it's very true to what that specific procedure is. I would have called it the exorcism, not the exorcist, because the whole thing led up yeah. to the exorcism. And there's two exorcists. I thought of that, too. Yeah. The extra exorcist. <gasps> that should be a movie. The extra exorcist. The extra exorcist. Jeremy saw the, the new exorcist movie this weekend. Yeah. And said it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I believe that. That's what Dre Krieger told me. Jay Krieger told me it was going to be terrible. They probably just, they wouldn't take the time. Like this movie takes us, it's 54 That's minutes. What he says. It's 54 minutes into this movie before you hear the demon voice. Love it. Like that's Love crazy. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Pazuzu's here. <laughs> it's basically, I love how your Pazuzu uh, impression is the same as Roger the Giant <laughs> impression. <laughs> Oh, there's, I'm sure, some subtlety. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, Pazuzu uh, react to holy water like you guys act to like dishwater. <laughs> I wrote that down. 
good. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 Got, got her ass. Yeah, got her ass. I'm going to play. Her. I'll probably say play this out clip. Yeah, you probably heard it. Got his ass. Oh my god, you guys got pretty good there. And then when <laughs> the the priest's father Karis is listening to um all the demonic moaning and groaning on the tape. Um, remember that part? Mm-hmm. In his a in his a little dorm room, and then the phone rings. Shut the shut the moaning off. <laughs> he didn't, he just, it just played in the background as he was on the phone. Like, could you imagine if you guys called me and it was like, lick me, lick me. I'd be like, what's going on there? What's going on there? Yeah, so you just shut it off. It's just common courtesy. My, I was hanging out with some friends last night and I told them that I was going to watch this movie. And my friend Dale said, lots of stairs. And I thought that was really funny. And then as I was watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, they go up and down the stairs like 60 times in this movie. It's like, there is a lot of stairs in The Exorcist. That's a good point. Nothing happens on the main floor. You got to go upstairs. Yeah, you got to hear some noises. Like, might be most stairs ever in a movie. You might have a record. I need someone to explain to me the timeline. So was Pazuzu up in the... I can't believe we said Pazuzu so much this episode. Um, Was he up in the attic? Or was she up in the attic? I think, uh, yeah, I think that that was what was making the noises that he was it's very clumsy in. then. Yeah. Oh yeah, noisy ass fucking demon. I guess we're in the devil. You don't really care. Yeah, you don't care about anything. Because I was struggling to understand exactly what happened, so I tried to read some stuff after I watched it, and I think they suggest that like the priest uh, Damien losing his faith that that's like Pazuzu wanted to get him that he was the target of the demon all along but he couldn't get him so he went into reg into entrap damien because it's really not explained like why her why this baby after does it have anything to do with the statue in iraq like it's kind of left unexplained ambiguous it's kind of like what dracula does to feed your social circle to kill you. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. I started listening to it. It's very good. Told you. Yeah. That's how my last note is. That's how cold I want the bedroom when I sleep. Yeah, me too. Me too. I want to be a sea breath. It must have been so cold. That was negative 40 degrees. Or it was like negative a lot. They like made that in a refrigerator so that they could get those shots. Oh, really? Oh, when I was watching, I was like, there's only one way to do this in 1973. And that just, they're in a fucking freezer, these guys. Yeah. (laughs) She got frostbite, I read. That's not good. I shouldn't have said that. No, she was a child. (laughs) She was a small child. No, I meant Pazuzu. You meant Pazuzu. No, I know. I meant bad Reagan. I'm glad that. I'm glad she got. Not she. Yeah, this wasn't a documentary, Brent. No. (laughs) No, I'm glad that. Some well, no, I just take I had to take it all back. I don't, I'm not glad anybody got frostbite. Cool, cool. <laughs> just want to be on record that we are uh, a pro not getting frostbite on children podcast. Absolutely, that's where we stand on that particular issue. That's true, but I do stand behind the fact I would fight that little girl. Uh, do we have a quiz for this movie? We sure do. Oh, let's do a quiz. All right. This is the Exorcist official quiz. Can we get sued for saying that? Why? 
we I, we say this is the official. I, I say it every time I do a quiz. It's for our podcast. This is our official quiz the, of this the, movie for the, our podcast. I think we I think we do several things that we're not technically allowed to do. So you know, good. We're I'm glad we're fucking right. cool demons. That's no, just we're not going to explain yeah. ourselves. We just do what we do. That's how what cool people do. I don't have any control over the production of this podcast. Good, good, good. So get some I plausible deniability on myself record, yeah. of any illegalities that may occur on my behalf. I'll leave that in there so that you don't go down the river with me and Brent. Oh, I'm taking it worth with me. I'll make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Oxarophilus. Number one. Which body part is not listed in the description of Pazuzu? Head of a jackal? Eagle-like taloned feet? Scorpion's tail? Serpentine penis? <laughs> You were going to say dick, but you just stopped yourself and said <laughs> penis. That's cool. I like that. That's her. Uh, who goes first? Uh, Nate. <sighs> Feels like bait, but I'm uh, the kind of animal that eats bait. Yum, yum, yum. I'm going to say serpentine <laughs> penis. Oh, no. He's, I remember snake dick. He got snake dick. It's, um, he doesn't have a scorpion tail. Uh, I'm on the board. Mm. What? part is not listed in the description of Pazuzu is head of a jackal. It has the head of a dog or a something else. But it's not a jackal. But he does have a serpentine penis, a scorpion's tail, and eagle-like talent feet. I never want to meet this guy. (laughs) Depends on the situation, I guess. (laughs) Number two. How old is Reagan? Nine, ten, eleven, or twelve? I'm going to say D. Uh, she's 12. You guys are correct. She's 12 years old. I tried old. to throw Nate off. I knew. I, I almost pointed it out, off. Brent. I almost pointed it out. It's like, even though Brent tried to throw me off the set with his big sigh, I knew. I know that he knows as well <laughs> as I do that she's 12. <laughs> My mental games can't work anymore. I feel like this is how Pazuzu started to feel at the end. Start reeling. It's like, oh, no. My games don't work. <laughs> <laughs> all of us have one okay question number <laughs> I just I picture Pazuzu like losing the crowd and then the, the next day he's like yeah your mother sucks cocks in hell and like well you said that yesterday oh! <laughs> okay continue sorry number three who did the studio want to play Father Marin so the studio that produced the film Wanted this famous person to play Father Marin. Burt Reynolds, Marlon Brando, Peter O'Teal, O'Toole, Robert Redford. This is a good ass question, Kate, and you picked good actors, you tricky little trickster. <laughs> I bet you the studios are just wild. They're wild guys. They wanted Marlon Brando. Okay, I'm going to say my gut wants to say Initially, I'm going to go Peter O'Toole. (gasps) (laughs) Nate has pulled ahead. It was Marlon Brando. This is annihilated. Whoa, no. Yes. Yes. That was a tip. Yeah, that was. I know. I just, I'm so far in my own head now. I'm not trusting my gut. 
and I'm going with these stupid things. I don't know who Peter Tool is. Okay, number four. How many Academy Awards did The Exorcist win? Nominated for 12, won three. Nominated for 10, won three. Nominated for 12, won two. Nominated for 10, won two. Damn. You, you Damn. are Pazuzu. You are Damn. walking around with Kate's the green. has been possessed, obviously. Devil in a green dress. It should have been. That's what the song should have been. <sighs> See. Nominated for 12, won two. Yes. I'm going to say nominated 12, won three. The correct answer is nominated for 10 and won two. <sighs> Nate and I both have two. Brent has one. <sighs> <laughs> Number five. What other horror film was released in 1973? Jaws, The Amityville Horror, The Wicker Man, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Amityville Horror. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've pulled ahead. It was the Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. More like the Quicker Man, who's Kate, who's pulled into the lead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That movie's fucked up. Have you guys seen it? I, Even the reboot? I saw the, the Nick, Nick Cage one. Nick Cage? Man, that's a fucked up movie. If you don't know what's going on. Okay, number six. Iran borders Iraq to the east. What country borders Iraq to the west? Syria, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Yemen. Syria. Kuwait. Kuwait's in Iraq, right? Please say that. The correct answer is Syria. Kuwait's in Iraq, right? You're a trickster. No, Kuwait's its own country. Okay. All of those were countries. Okay, so what's the score? Three, two, two. Who has three? You. Okay. I don't want to win. I want one of you to win. No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, actually, no, no. I can guarantee that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys win. Listen, (laughs) stop talking. And listen to the last question, because I can guarantee one of you will win. True or or false? The crucifix masturbation scene is not in the book. True. As a person who did not know it was a book, I will say false. He's heating up! Brent is correct. It's false. It is in the book. Wow. Thank you. Wow. That was a double negative true or false. Okay, so you guys are tied. No, me and you were tied. Well, Brent won the quiz. No, you guys got to oh. do a tiebreaker, as always. Why would I win the quiz with her tie? Can I do the tiebreaker? No. no. <laughs> you get to guess in the tiebreaker. Don't say Damn six. Don't so say six million. Time. Stop saying you're bad at this. <laughs> I bet I'm not bad at the quizzes. I'm bad at the number. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah. guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tiebreakers. That's for sure. I'm glad that uh, this happened. Because there wasn't a time that came up for me to tell you my hilarious joke that I thought of. Which is, this movie was directed by William Friedkin. But to me, more like William Freakkin, okay? Because this movie is fucking crazy. Uh, Yeah. That's so good. So let's... Oh my god, that's crazy! That's a crazy (laughs) joke! Yeah. That's so good! Yeah. Uh, So, uh, another William Freakkin movie is The French Connection 
1971. How much money worldwide did the French Connection make? Can you tell us their budget? The budget was 1.8 to 2.2 million. Um, I'm going to say the French Connection grossed 31 million dollars. Okay, I'm going to say 42 million. She has uh, floated in like Pazuzu on the wind ah, and sakes. possessed the podcast yet again. She got up on the stage and just roasted the shit out of us. She's done it once again. Kate wins the quiz. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. What was the answer? Seventy-five million dollars. Oh, that money didn't. Even, that kind of money didn't even exist back yeah, then. That was a big hit. Um, thank you. And I really didn't want to win. No, the you can't do. That you can't do goal. that. To you us. can't. You yeah. don't. Yeah, that's that's a. You might as well just really? say, yeah, you're trying. Our you're, mother you're, sucks. This, yeah, in hell. you're basically. I'd rather like, you say that to us. <laughs> I, to say, I tried to make it hard. It wasn't like I did it easy. No, it was a great quiz. Great quiz. It was a very hard, well a very hard quiz. That's what we need. We're thirty some episodes in. Peter O'Toole, he took it like a sucker. I thought Kuwait was in Iraq at one point. I was spinning around. <laughs> he had him dazed. But don't insult us by saying, "Oh, I hope you guys win." I didn't want to win. Inviting us over to play PlayStation and then unplugging our controller and saying, look, yeah. you're doing it. You're doing you're it. You're doing so good. And then you just throw the green stuff up on us. <laughs> yeah. And then me and Nate are Karis and Marin just laying there dead in your bedroom floor. <laughs> Broke a window. And we're just dead. But everyone's still happy, even though the priests are, even though me yeah, and Nate even are though, dead. Yeah, everyone's like, if anything, they're happier than they've ever been. Yeah. Oh, Reagan's free again. <laughs> No, but the, the he, real heroes are dead. She goes on to getting possessed again, I think. Well, that's oh, fine. That, She's got a problem. Yeah, that's, that's, that is fine. Me twice. Like, you know, that's yeah, kind of... Like, that's like having two kids with peanut allergies. It's like, something's What's wrong here. here. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you guys want to give this movie some medals? Sure do. Yes. Yes, I do. I'm going to give my bronze medal to... Max von Sydow, Maxi Sides. Uh, we love a distinguished, uh, tall guy who's serious and forlorn. And uh, I'm just, I like, I liked him. I like his voice. He talks like this. I agree. I will also give him my bronze. They had to put a bunch of makeup on him to look that old. Uh, what a fine actor. Um, I'm going to give my bronze to Ellen Burstyn. Mm-hmm. Like dirt. Mm-hmm. A little over. Well, I was going to say she overreacted to the scenes, but your daughter's possessed yeah, by the devil. Yeah, a tough day, man. Who am I to judge your reaction? <laughs> if anything, I thought it was justified. Yeah, I liked, I thought she was pretty good. She had lots of different hairstyles. She was good. I liked it. I'm going to give my silver to Lee J. Cobb, who plays the detective investigating the case. Oh, yeah. 
I uh, didn't recognize him from other movies, though I've seen, when I looked it up, I've seen a bunch of other movies that he's been in. But I was just like, when I was watching him, I'm like, this guy is good as hell at acting. I, he deserves to be in lots of movies. And then I looked it up, and he was. So made a lot of sense. Why was he trying to get everyone to go to the movies with him, though? Because he's lonely. He's a lonely old cop, you know, and he wants some friends. And also, you know, he, he's got to talk about what he just saw with somebody. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm going to give my silver uh, to Linda Blair, who plays uh, Regan. What's her name? Regan McNeil. Reagan, Reagan McNeil. Yes. I think that what an amazing thing to be able to do is to play the devil. And uh, I, she did it when she was a preteen. So I can not. How do you? I mean, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Supporting? Yeah, insane. Who's she? Was, who's she supporting? The whole fucking film. Bam. Oh, that's so that's she a travesty. Gets my silver. No, uh, so my silver goes to uh, Father Karras, uh, Jason Miller. Um, I liked to He was. I liked when he said he lost his faith. That I was like, okay, you're fucked when you said that. And he <laughs> didn't want to be a priest, which is good. He was ripping. He. I feel like. He's, ripping heaters yeah i don't think he should have died i think he should have lived well no i mean he's a hero he sacrificed his life to save reagan mm-hmm. it's a selfless act mm-hmm. but in the yeah it's self-sacked at the time heaven. but in the and long he got his last rights too in the long run though who is more beneficial to have in society a brilliant psychologist who's also a priest or a girl that keeps getting possessed by the devil. I mean, that girl was causing a lot of collateral damage. If you left her unchecked, she would have just been throwing people this out is windows. victim blaming, and I won't accept it. <sighs> I reject it. I it's reject victim it. blaming at the time, but the second time it happens, <laughs> it's not victim blaming anymore. She's a bad seed. It's rude. Lady Gaga said it best. What did she say? Born this way. <laughs> she was born to be possessed by the devil over and over and over again. <laughs> Baby, you oh, were born right. this way. So, Nate, what, who did you give your silver to? I gave mine to Lee J. Cobb, and now it's time for me to give a gold medal. Da, 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 da. I give my gold medal to Linda Blair, of course. Just a absolutely crazy performance. She plays nice Reagan so sweet so believable you're like what a Mm. nice young lady they have a great relationship she's so uh not the smartest though eh? no i mean she's young she's just a kid she's figuring it out but she's she she seems very natural and sweet and then all of a sudden she's doing andrew dice clay pacing back and forth on the stage (laughs) dropping bombs like yeah i gotta gotta give it to linda blair I'm going to give my gold medal to Ellen Bernstein, who has to play her mother. I think it was probably very difficult to play so confused, but loving and traumatized, but engaged. Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed her performance. Yeah, she was so great. She gets my gold. Um, I agree with you, Kate, 100% that it's hard to play those things. No, it's a little bit more difficult to play. <laughs> what? The fucking devil. (laughs) And this 12-year-old girl laid on that bed, freezing cold, getting the lips burnt off her with frostbite. She's saying all kinds of wild shit. She's grabbing people by the dick. She's throwing things around the room. 
how is that not a gold medal? That's a gold medal. Well, you you give her your highest rating. Why don't we give every part of this movie a rating? Okay. What do you guys give the script for this film? I will give this script a one and a zero, and that's ten. Um, I will give this script a a nine because the Iraqi part wasn't necessary, and Father Kara shouldn't have died. I'm with Kate. I think this was a pretty wild script. So, ten. Yeah, it's great. Um, the art direction for this movie. Um. I am giving it a nine and a half because everything was amazing, but I wish that they would have used a different thing for the vomitus. Like I liked it when it was like slow and bloody. I didn't like it. I don't you know. didn't like I'm the just, pea soup. I did not like the pea soup. It's kind of suffers that is from its own time. I didn't like the seventies look altogether, but there's nothing they could do about that. Uh, I didn't like the per... Oh, I don't know. I'm going to give it a nine. That's safe. Nine. I th- I think I liked it more than both of you, actually. I thought the look of the film was awesome. Uh, the uh, creepy stuff was pretty good. Uh, even for modern day, her head twisting around didn't look too f- like fake. And I do love all the practical shit, like when the drawer just opens and the priest is like, did you do that? Do it again. And she's like, no. Uh, So I'm going to go 10. I liked it. I thought it was great. The music for this film. That's a banger. I'm giving it a 10. That's a banger. banger And also Ramblin' Man. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew you were going to say it, Brent. The minute I heard Ramblin' Man, I was like, this is going to get a 10 from Brent. It's got got a 10. It's got Ramblin' Man and the iconic piano thing. And it's a 10. Banger City. I give it a 9 because it uses (gasps) the dreaded synth. The dreaded synth. Unnecessary synth. And we... I never hear it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Just give me the theme. Give me that piano. Docked. Points docked. I, I respect it very much. I respect that. It's like you're no bang. You're bang. No banger rule. I got a synth rule. And it's. I love you it. You got to really gotta overcome you, that synth. Man's got to have beliefs. Yeah, Snake, he's got to have a code. Man's got to have a code. It's That's true. right. This one gets a special one. It's an American supernatural horror film. It's supernatural. Mm. It's not just natural. Uh, and that means ghosts. That means demons. As a supernatural horror film, what would you give this on a scale of one to ten? I give it a one. It was bad. Just kidding. It gets a ten. Oh, do you know what? Okay. I was scared. That was a horror movie for me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> like spooky seasons living up to its name. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it. A, I mean, how could you not give The Exorcist a ten when it comes to being spooky? This fucking wrecked people's lives in the seventies. Oh yeah, this is uh, it's an easy ten. It's it's a great film, even if it wasn't a horror film. Like if you removed everything gross and just had her say the swear words, it still would have been a great movie. So ten. Our theme this month is uh, October is for getting you in a Halloween mood. It's a spooky time, and you want to feel like it's time for Halloween. How ready for Halloween did this movie make you guys feel? I watched this. I watched 
Bone Tomahawk, and I watched this this weekend, and I am so in the fucking Halloween mood that this gets an 11. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Either one or three. I tried. <laughs> you tried. You tried. We're not, we're not doing that. Shoot for the moon, land amongst the stars. I give this movie... After I watched this movie, the very first thing I did is I went and got a Snickers out of the fridge and brought it to the front door, hoping a kid would show up. I was that in the mood to give candy out. Ten. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a ten. This is a, this is as Halloweeny as it gets. Uh, oh, I mean, you could dress on. up as Linda. You could dress up as the priest. You could dress up as uh, Pazuzu if you really wanted to get wild. So yeah, easily make the snake bigger, Melissa. <laughs> Serpentine penis. I'm. I decide that I'm going to have this movie playing on my TV when the kids come mm. to get candy. Oh, with the audio on. That's where it's going to get tricky. Yeah, I because I know what will happen is my luck is all the big kids show up during the Reagan's a normal little girl scene, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the little kids show up with the parents, and I got this twelve year old devil yelling, "Lick me, lick me, lick me!" Yeah. And I'm going down. Yeah, you're so, finished. <laughs> yeah, canceled. Yeah. <laughs> canceled in the neighborhood. No audio, no subtitles. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd probably leave the audio on. You can uh, play the soundtrack over the stereo and then use oh, the footage. That's a good idea. This is a compromise. Only the real ones would get it if I played Ramble Man. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> Travis will get it. He would understand if he came to my house and heard Ramble Man and saw that. Like, that's from the podcast. That's what that's from. This film gets a 48.7. It gets a 48.7, a great Damn. score. Uh, one of the most famous films score. ever. That kind of makes sense. You know, people keep talking about it. All right. 50 years later. What else got a 48? Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's the crossover we need. Yeah. If it was The Exorcist, but it had like tunes in it. <laughs> yeah. And Roger got possessed. <laughs> and when, uh, like, when she, like, with her super strength kicks him, it goes like boyoing as he flies across <laughs> the room. <laughs> uh, now it's time for us to get uh, our audience choice movie. Okay, well, as we always do, I will read out all the suggestions that were lovingly given by our listeners or people that are on Twitter at that particular time and saw the tweet. Yeah, say, say, it's funner to pretend they're all our listeners. Yeah, just so they're all just waiting yeah. to hear their, yeah. All right, are we ready? <laughs> yes. Dracula Dead and Loving It. Scary Movie. A Wounded Fawn. When a Stranger Calls. Goodnight Mommy. Barbarian. Scream. Black Swan. Malignant. The Deadly Spawn, Creep Show, The Others, Ernest Scared Stupid, The Thing, Zombies, uh, Nothing But Trouble, <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods, uh, Corpse Bride, Coraline, The Haunting, Ghost Watch, 1991, Broken Lizards Club Dread, Nope, Us, Event Horizon, Shaun of the Dead, Fright Night, Bats, uh, Army of the Dead, Ginger Snaps, The Fly, The Descent, The Babadook, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, Brotherhood of the Wolf, Annihilation, Lake Mungo, The Lodge, Black Phone, The Crow, Werewolf by Night, The Changeling, and Bith. And then I'm done. So the ones I wrote down are Scary Movie, The Deadly Spawn, Cabin in the Woods, Ghost Watch, Event Horizon, The Crow. Um, the ones that I want are Malignant, The Haunting, 1963. The one based off, the, or the one they made Haunting of Hill House. Um, Us, and The Descent. 
we don't have any crossover, you guys. I picked Scream, uh, The Thing, Corpse Ride, Baba Duke, and Dracula Dead and Loving It. I almost wrote down Scream. Have you guys seen Cabin in the Woods? I have not. I I'm not sure. Okay, so it is uniquely awesome. It's a great scary movie and it has parts of it that will sub- very much surprise you and it turns into something that you weren't expecting. Okay. I will go Cabin in the Woods. I'm happy with that. Oh. I could uh I could be convinced to watch Cabin in the Woods, Catherine. And you've done it. I'm convinced. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's what we're going to watch. That's what we're going to watch. Uh I didn't know that was going to work that that way. You know what? You're you, you uh continue your hot streak that seems like it may never end. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> Until my death and then visit me in heaven. Okay, well, that's what we're going to watch next week. The 2011 (laughs) film, The Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) Nailed it. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. All right, well, there's only fucking one thing left to do, and that's say goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Kate. (laughs) Systems online. Acquiring targets. Oh, this is awesome. Do we have temperature control in the sector? I am just saying it's a key scenario. We haven't had a glitch since 98. If you have a confirmed kill, take her out too. We're running out of time! The Cabin in the Woods. Rated R in theaters April 13th. <laughs> they brought the hypnotist in there? Mm-hmm. And he said, um, and anybody that's inside of Reagan, you're also hypnotized too. I'm like, that's not how hypnosis works. <laughs> I thought that too. You can't say that. Oh, yeah. Well, whoever's wearing a blue shirt, you're also under my spell.